Welcome to episode number 73 of Off the Shelf. Thank you for joining us on the Off the Shelf podcast. This is part seven and the conclusion of our discussion with message pastor Jesse Smith regarding the status of William Branham as a prophet. Specifically, in this portion of our discussion, we will hear the closing statements of both Jesse Smith and myself. Jay Cox and Tim Krause are the moderators of our discussion. I guess we'll try and make it, I was going to say, about five minutes each. If that's okay with you, that'd be an extra about 10 minutes, give or take maybe 15, considering some of the side talking and stuff. But is that short enough, excuse me, short enough amount of time? Uh, we we don't have to have any follow-ups. We'll just make a statement, I think, and just end it. I think that's good. I'm happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. That's fine. Go ahead, Jesse. Uh, I'm sorry, how long was the closing? Just a couple minutes, or what do you want to do? Uh, yeah, just about five minutes. We five won't minutes. be too strict with it. Okay, yeah, I just want to, one closing, I just want to thank Rod, and I respect his sincerity, and Tim, and Jay, and the format. I like this format of the debate, using respect and giving people time. I would just say Brother Bram was not a scholar. His schedule didn't permit it. God called him to travel constantly, pray for the sick. Our lives are more you know, closely together. We can write everything down. And if he was a genuine prophet, he said he lived a lot of his life in the other dimension. It's hard to, it's hard to remember all that if he doesn't have time to write it all down. So again, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. I take everything he said back to the word. I, I do not believe there's conflicting prophecies. I believe each one has a different time period they fall in. And in Christian love, I just want to tell this to you, Brother Rod. I, I listened to your podcast. The authors of Searching for Vindication spent all those hours for you, and I appreciate their sincerity. I feel like my YouTube channel is the same for you. After I, I saw your humble pie, one of the main motivations was just to, to check myself, Rod. Do I believe what the Bible says? And that's where through that, I just found Bible. I, I, I believe I found Bible foundations for uh, the major doctrine. Brother Branham, not all of them because you know, there's minors and majors, but that was my way to show you that I care about you. And so just like I caught that same thing, that's the same thing I've done for you. I've tried to, I've, I've invested hundreds and maybe thousands of hours in my YouTube channel to try to prove that Brother Branham was pointing us to the word of God. And I humbly invite you to view those videos if you like. I'll be praying for you, Rod, in the holy name of Jesus Christ. Please pray for me that I can serve God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I want to cast the net to any listener. If you are not saved, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Really repent. Repent means change your mind, make amends for sin, and abhor your past sins. That's according to the Greek lexicon. Leave your past sins behind. Get sanctified. Get as close to God as you can. Jesus taught the baptism of the Holy Ghost in Acts 1.5. So love God, serve God until you get the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And then I believe, it's my humble opinion, if you get the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you'll eventually wonder, where does this great revelation come from? It will guide you to God's prophet of our day. The Ephesians weren't born again until the prophet Paul came and prayed for them, and he laid their hands on them, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. It'll lead you to listen to Brother Bam's sermons. You'll find a local church. I know there's not many that are true, but you'll find a good one. God will guide you. You'll gather more as you see that day approaching, Hebrews 10. You'll recognize the gifts of the Spirit in your life. You'll invest in them. 
You'll identify your ministries. You'll pray. You'll fast. You'll give alms. You'll find the perfect will of God for your life. You'll witness to others. You'll save souls. You'll send missionaries. And you will love the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Amen. And then, uh, Brother Rod, go ahead and give your uh, concluding statements here. I, I also want to thank you, Jesse, for having the courage to uh, discuss these issues in a public forum. And I also want to thank Jay. Thank you, Jay, for putting this discussion together. It's interesting that Jason Watkins and Donnie Reagan, two well-known message pastors, have both issued public challenges. But when Tim Krause called them on their challenges, they put their tail between their legs and ran. I really do appreciate you doing this, Jesse. Second, I want to challenge everyone listening to this discussion to have the intestinal fortitude to do what the Bereans did in Acts chapter 17. Luke said that the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. If someone is willing to pattern their behavior after the Bereans, they should listen to the Off the Shelf podcast, as Jesse said he's done. Take a deep dive into the evidence available on the Believe the Sign website and think about the hundreds of questions that have been raised about William Branham and his message. We don't ask people to believe us or follow us. We simply ask that you pay attention to what Luke said in the first chapters of the books of Luke and Acts. Luke 1, we read, Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you've been taught. If we are like Luke, we will carefully investigate what William Branham said and did. We need to look at the evidence as Luke required of his friend, Theophilus. We need to have certainty on these things. In Acts 1, we read that after his suffering, Jesus presented himself to his disciples and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. If Jesus gave the disciples convincing proofs, he had them examine the evidence of the for the resurrection, then how do we get off not examining the evidence as to whether the message is true or false? We are told to only believe, but that is what Mormons and JWs are told. Jesus and the apostles cared about the evidence. Our faith in Jesus is not blind faith. It is, in fact, reasonable faith. There is evidence behind what I believe as a Christian, and that evidence has stood up for over 2,000 years. On the other hand, William Branham is fading into oblivion. Very few know who he was and even less care anything about him. That is the opposite of what happened 2,000 years ago when the church was growing at an incredible pace. The evidence shows that one first... William Branham was not a prophet. His visions failed. He failed the test of Deuteronomy 18, 20 to 22. The Bereans were called to examine the evidence to see if these things are true or false. Second, William Branham was not credible. The Believe the Sign website contains over 50 instances which proves that William Branham was not honest. Look at the evidence. Third, William Branham did not preach what Paul preached. Our website contains almost 100 examples of where William Branham's teachings were in error from a plain reading of the Bible. Donnie Regan asked recently in a sermon why we can't just leave the message alone. Why can't we just go away? The answer is twofold. First, we love the people of the message. They were our dear friends, and we still love them. We are compelled by the love of Christ and the Word of God to reach out to them with the gospel of truth. Second, 
The followers of William Branham are being deceived by ministers in the message. Some of that deception is willful. I found out from George Smith, William Branham's son-in-law, that no one had died in the construction of the municipal bridge. That information is still being withheld from people. Some of that deception is willful ignorance. We've found that there are many ministers in the message who say they have checked out the errors that we have pointed out. But the truth is, they've never looked into them. They say they have, but they aren't telling the truth. And some ministers mean well, but are themselves deceived. They're blind leading the blind. There are people in the message who are Christians. I was one of them. But the message hinders and stunts the spiritual growth of those that are Christians. There are people in the message who are not Christians. Those that follow the teachings of Lee Vale, for example, deny the deity of Jesus Christ, and therefore can't be considered true followers of Christ. I fear for their souls. And all of their doctrines are based on the teachings of William Branham. God created us with the most complicated thing in the entire universe, the human brain. Paul reasoned with the Jews in their synagogues. He reasoned with the most sophisticated philosophers in the ancient world at the Areopagus in Athens. God invented logic. In fact, the word logic comes from the Greek word logos. Almost all message ministers preach a message of fear. People are afraid to ask questions, but God is not afraid of questions. Don't be afraid. Look at the evidence. Ask the Holy Spirit for guidance, direction, and protection as you look at the evidence. Follow Jesus Christ. Don't follow a man. Thanks very much. I want to thank the participants very much for this. I believe that this is one of the more vital conversations that can be had. I know that it's not huge in the Christian world because there's not a whole lot of people who are dealing with the message. But just as anybody who believes anything else of this magnitude, which in the magnitude we are discussing is that a prophet of God has come to the earth, either... A prophet of God has indeed come to the earth, in which case we need to submit and follow him. Or there's somebody who is essentially leading what is an offshoot cult, and people who are genuine need to be saved from that. Regardless of which side you fall on there, whether you're in the message or out the message, this question is absolutely vital because of those facts. And so I hope that this will not be, I believe this is the first conversation of this nature in the English language, unless you want to count my own appearance on Rod's podcast. Though I don't know if that... Now it's the first. Hopefully it's not the last. Hopefully it's not the last. I think this is a very important thing. Hopefully we'll get Donnie Reagan, Chad Lamb, others involved. I know there's some opposition on the anti-message side as well. Willard Collins doesn't seem interested in these dialogues. Hopefully we can change their minds. I know there's lots of bad blood, and bad blood can hopefully be buried but in, in the name of Jesus Christ. So I appreciate everybody being here. Love you both in the Lord. This was an absolutely great conversation. I'd like to end with a brief prayer, if I may. And then we yeah, end. well, just before we do that, I want to thank Tim for being here. Thanks very much, Tim, and would ask if you have a 30-second closing statement. Yeah, I just, here's my closing statement. Pastor Smith, I really admire you for stepping up to this and for doing the research. Much more than that is we sat here and listened to what you had to say and your responses and your questions. They are incredibly genuine. I'm convinced that the, the genuineness of your uh, faith and your belief in Scripture, I, I just want to tell you I love you for that. We meet a lot of people who basically 
tell us that we're past the point of no return out in outer darkness, for goodness sakes, and that we'll never, ever, we're reprobate and living reprobate lives and all of the stuff that they say. I really want to tell you, I appreciate you coming and basically the spirit in which you came and the, and the willingness just to, to be genuine and to be honest. I really want to tell you, I appreciate that. Jay, mm-hmm. I also appreciate your time putting this together for us. Thanks a lot for letting us do this. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. This is honestly the very thing that got me into this in the first place. The whole reason I am on YouTube, and of course it's gotten a lot bigger than that now, and I thank the Lord for that, that I'll actually be able to make a career out of this. But the reason I got on this in the first place was December 2017, a conversation with, it might have just been somebody who worked for Believe the Sign, it might have also been Rod himself, I don't know, but it was a conversation on Facebook about the graves and Muhammad and all that. And so to a large extent, by the way, Rod, thank you for that, because I guess that that is, like I said, in the end, led to the beginning of an entire apologetics channel. I want to go ahead and conclude with a prayer, if everybody is um, okay with that, and then we'll go ahead and get you out of here. I know, uh, Pastor Smith, you've got some places to be. Yep. I just want to say I love you all in Jesus' name. I respect you. I'll pray for all of you. Thank you, Tim. Very nice words. I feel the same way. I just want to love Jesus Christ, love his people, and I appreciate everybody's time today. I really do. Yeah, agreed. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for allowing us to have this conversation here today, Lord Jesus. I want to thank you for having the opportunity, Lord. We have so many opportunities in the modern age that provide us an opportunity to have this in a way nobody else could, Lord Jesus, without persecution, with full access to knowledge, with things like the Internet that allow us to speak with each other despite being thousands of miles away. And I just thank you for all of this, Lord Jesus, and thank you for the the usages of these things, for the glorification of your kingdom, Lord. I pray that this video is enlightening to those who are lost, Lord Jesus, regardless of which side it turns out is actually lost, Lord Jesus. I pray that we all, in good, honest Christian love and search for truth, come to know you greater, Lord Jesus, and to put aside any sort of presuppositions we have come into this conversation with, Lord Jesus, to just find truth, and specifically truth that leads us to repentance and to service of you, Lord Jesus. I ask these things in Jesus Christ's holy name, and we give you all the glory, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Thanks again. Uh, absolutely, and thank you guys very much. Shalom, and have a good rest of your evening. Have Thanks, Jay. Evening. Thanks, Pastor Smith. Talk to you later. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Thanks, Rod. Thanks, Jay. Bye-bye now. That brings us to the end of the debate. We trust you have learned something from the discussion. As always, if you have any questions, please go to our website at offtheshelf.life. There is space for comments and questions at the bottom of each episode. Or you can send me an email at rod at offtheshelf.life. Please let us know if there are any issues or questions that you think we should address. Thank you very much for listening. And remember that God loves you and is not afraid of your questions. Have a great week.